Warning! This podcast may contain naughty language, including the C-word. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, everybody, you've tuned to Shingles Next Level 12 News Music Trend in News. Games, Bugs, Current Affairs, and anything else that pops into our brains. I'm Dave Shingler, and he is fucking beautiful. It's Clown Beauty. I said, oops up. Side your head, say oops upside your head. Can't remember the say oops upside your head, say oops upside your head. Louder, oops upside your head, say oops upside your head. Come on now, oops upside. Then it does that weird bit where it goes. Yay, shingles less. How are you doing, bud? What was that stupid? Where did that stupid dance come from? I don't know, but I remember it in receptions and stuff. It came around in the 80s and disappeared in the 90s when everyone's got sick of sitting on the floor. I never, I didn't know anything about it. And I think I was at like a wedding reception at a working man's club and the song came on and everybody sat on the floor and started doing this dance. And I was just a bit like, this is, this is weird. I still don't know why. Don't get it. Uh, but when we were doing my usual lyrics opening gambit to today, I went with <laughs> I went with the most basic of openings yeah, that yeah. could be done. Because, and I'll tell you why, David, my mind was full. Your mind was full? My mind oh, was full. I hate it when that happens. Do you want me to tell you why my mind's full? I would love to know why your mind was because full. Because we're fucked. Oh, yeah. The UK in, just general, in general. Just, <laughs> just in general, England. Can someone put a fork in us? Let me just... Because Make we... Make a note of that. We're... We're fucked. fucked. Dot, 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 dot. I could no, be no, the no. new Prime Minister tomorrow. Well, I might as well. They're giving any bugger a go now. With the backing of 100 MPs. With the backing <laughs> of 100 MPs, because we, we're too proud to say, I think it's time we left now. Um, yeah. we're, we're, we're just stick a fork in us. We're done. We're done, Dave. We've had... So, I'm going to talk about England for two seconds. Mm-hmm. Okay? So... We've had a total of five prime ministers in six years. Yeah. As Liz Truss exits his part, exits his, leaves the building. 44 days. So, was it 45? It's oh, 40, God. I think it was 45, but she's carrying on until the, the successor or the next head vampire is born out of the Tory party <laughs> HQ. So just to recap the last 50 days, Dave. So Liz Truss met the Queen. That yeah. didn't turn out too well after. Oh. Then we had the budget, which led to the UK losing around the listening, Dave. There we go. Anyway, Truss met the Queen, which didn't help too well. Then we had the budget, yeah. which led to the UK losing around 26 billion. Yeah. yeah give or take a couple. And then Quarteng was sacked. He was chucked out of there like yeah. the weird boomerang he sounds like. And one of the largest U-turns in history, cutting 45p off tax. We put that back on as Mr. Jeremy Hunt, or what his name rhymes like, replaced Quartang. It happened again, sorry. On that note, it happened again on the news. The newsreader said, Jeremy Hunt. It Did happens he, all he, the time. It always happens, don't it? <laughs> you can't again. help it. Um, then Hunt replaced Quartang. He reversed everything. She had some weird tantrum on the dish, ba- d- dish bash, on the dispatch box. Did you? I don't know if you saw it, where mm. she went, right, right, and slammed a book on there as if she was in charge of some, I don't know, party. Party's the right word. 
and then shouted out, I'm a fighter, not a quitty. Yeah. Triggering one of the quitties, one of the first fastest quitting after following up saying, I'm not a quitter, yeah. I'm, a, Next day. I'm a fighter. Next yeah. day, quit. quit. And now we've got put up with pigging Boris, flying back from the Bahamas to mm. save the whole UK. Yeah. Well, as it stands... Really? The rumour is... <laughs> In the words of the two non-blondes, what's going on? Do you know, he, he's flown <laughs> He's flown back from his holiday for this. I'm pretty certain when there were the, the London terror attacks, um, when he was Home Secretary or something, I don't know, he didn't fly back from his holiday when that happened. No, um, he stayed in the bloody Bahamas. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't. Uh, Chance of a pay rise. He didn't. He didn't go to any Cobra meetings like during the early stages of of of, of the Rona as well. And um, but when when there's a chance of him of him uh, pay rise being in charge again, then uh, he's back. He's on that plane. Apparently, uh, this over the weekend. Apparently, him and him and Rishi Sunak were up all night discussing uh, options, new ways to yeah. shag England. Badly. Yeah, it's uh, with the only hope. It's Fat Dracula. Fat Dracula. Keir Starney. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Captain Bloody Obvious. Yeah, I Who mean, states every obvious cock-up on planet Earth. He is the Michael Owen of politics. It's Like I've said before, man, it's like... Uh, honestly, um, uh, for me, call a general fucking election. Call a general election. The, the Tories... No point. You might as well just give it to yeah, the, Fat the, Dracula. The Tories are obviously not... Doing the fucking job properly. Call, <laughs> really? Call the general election. <laughs> but the other side of that coin, Cleon, the fuck are we going to vote for? Uh, yeah, that's it. I've said it a million times. The Labour Party do not represent me anymore. But who the fuck am I going to vote for? You know what I mean? I, like... I, I think it's time, Dave, for us to start seriously considering you know how writing. It was for me to bite my fucking tongue when I met him. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think it's time that we seriously considered writing a manifesto. Okay, it's the, the, it's just the boat again, with the boat. <laughs> oh, we've already done the manifesto <laughs> yeah. so many times, haven't we, since the Tories have been in power? Um... Four chancellors of the exchequers in four months, Cleon. Four in four months. That's what we've had. <laughs> and the best thing is we're blaming Russia for the price rise. <laughs> Honestly. Do you know there's only one other country that's currently below us in the form table right now? Russia. Russia, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they <in> at war. <laughs> Fuck me. Do you know what's really, really interesting? Do you know what's really surprising? Sorry, not interesting me. Right. One, we're laughing at this. I know. What else are you meant to do? It's about 30 quid a day at your home. <laughs> one, we're, one, we're laughing at this. And number two, no one's really bothered. Yeah. There's, there's no one that's really bothered. This is, this is where it's got to as well, isn't it? it? Like, nobody's like... Why aren't we like you said it There's before? No why aren't shock we, factor no Why aren't we rioting? Why aren't we screaming? Everybody's just like, oh, another yeah, day. Thirty quid a day for his electric. That's fine. That's no bother. Oh, it's all right. I'll pay. What day are we on today? I'll 23rd. pay four pound twenty five for a two bacon and chicken Caesar wrap. You know that. Um, <laughs> you know that the, the government energy scheme thing throughout the winter where they're giving every household four hundred pounds alone. Um. So yeah, alone. Um. Who oh, pardon me. Um. I'm on a prepayment meter, yeah. and I know, like you know, there's people on um, direct debits and all that kind of stuff, and blah blah blah. But mine's prepayment, so it goes um, it goes on to onto the meter on the fifth, I think it is, of every month. Hmm. Um, Eighteen days, sixty six pound went onto my meter, and it's lasted eighteen days. It ran out today. Eighteen 
days. It's a joke. It's not really. It's that, a though. joke. And the thing is, as well, we've cut down. We've you know the, on the electricity that we're using, yeah. like you know reducing shower times and not using the tumble dryer as often as we used to, and turning all the fucking plugs off. And you know we we've reduced our energy consumption. Um, and and it still only lasted eighteen days. It's it's just it's just surprises it surprises me the fact that nobody is actually going. Can anybody see what's going on here? Mm. Is anybody Do you know watching? What? Does anybody care? <laughs> and if not, we might as well just stop voting and everything and just see how far the Tories can cock things up. Right. So I've got. I've got some quotes here. Um, now, I haven't um, I haven't cited these myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't worry so, about citing them, I'm not. I haven't cited these myself. I've not checked them. But as London Mayor, it was the mayor, that was it. As London Mayor, Johnson didn't cut his holiday short when rioting erupted in 2011. As Prime Minister, Johnson didn't cut his holiday short when the Taliban retook Kabul in 2021. But a sniff of replacing Liz Truss, and he's on the first jet back from the Caribbean. Now, apparently, this is from the Telegraph. This is something that Boris Johnson wrote in the Telegraph in 2011. Once again, I've not cited this myself, but apparently this is in his article in the Telegraph. When a regime has been in power too long... When it has fatally exhausted the patience of the people and when oblivion finally beckons, I'm afraid that across the world you can rely on the leaders of that regime to act solely in the interests of self-preservation and not in the interests of the electorate. Yeah. He wrote that. Yeah. 11 years ago. Yeah. And what is happening to the Tory party now? At least exactly he's right. Exactly that. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and that's exactly what's happening. They're, they're acting in the interests of themselves and not the interests of the well, people. I'm going to cheer us up. Go on then. Because granted that it's more expensive now to heat a home in England than it is to just basically go live in the Caribbean. Yeah. And the fact that we can't get crunching up cornflakes for anywhere seems to be a global shortage. <laughs> The there's always that... fucking something. You go into the supermarket <laughs> there and there's always something. Do you know what it was today? What was it today? Sweets. I went into Tesco's, right? <laughs> and you know, the end, the end of the aisle, I mean, they had some of the, 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 the is it Barrett's? They had some of the Barrett's ones, right? But all of like the Tesco sweets, the midget gems, the wine gums, the blackcurrant licorice, all them ones, right? The pear drops. Yeah, yeah. Empty. Not even empty boxes. The shelves were just bare and everything had a sorry not in stock ticket on it. Uh, it, it sweets. It was sweets today. Last week, eggs. There was no <laughs> eggs. There's just a sign that just, says, sorry, no eggs there is a shortage of eggs. It was something... You're fucking telling just, me. Just before we there. go into the funness, <laughs> what, what else did I hear on the news that made me chuckle? We're introducing rolling blackouts. Oh, yeah, that was, uh, that's been on the cards, hasn't it? Between like, two and four at night. Yeah. In the morning. Blackouts. No, they're not blackouts. That's turned off. <laughs> you, can't, you can't have rolling blackouts and disguise it as turned off. Right. What What do you mean, rolling blackout? We're going to have the street lamps off. Well, yeah, it'd have to be, it'd be street lamps. I mean, will they? Will they? I don't understand, because I've never been. In, I went around in the 70s. They had blackouts in the 70s, didn't they? Um, 
you know what what is the what is the blackout what why is me for it wasn't around <laughs> you know I, I, I don't know what these i'm, I'm kind of asking out anybody listening what, what is a blackout what i don't know what i don't I, understand I, what deems I, I'm a blackout. surely they can't cut the electricity to your house you can't cut you know all I mean? electricity i've got my fridge freezer going that'll be yeah exactly that would be cctv yeah it'd be everything and so if that's the it? case, when is he? I'll just go stand outside Harrods. Do you know with um, a dotty hammer? The <laughs> <laughs> smash. Do you want me to edit that bit out of the show? <laughs> the, Leave um, I won't be the only one. I'll be there on mass. There'll be a few others. Um, the, there's the national grid. Apparently, they've uh, put forward like an energy saving thing, um, where you'll get money back into your electricity account mm. if you don't do. Like, if you don't consume X amount of energy during peak time, peak time is between, like, 5 and 8. You know, everybody gets home from work, and mm. then they bang the washing machine on, flick the switch on the kettle, put the tally on, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so yeah. they're saying if you do everything outside of them hours, they want to start a scheme where you'll get money back on your um, on your energy, or they'll charge less pounds per wattage mm. or whatever. Um, and apparently... Only two energy providers have signed up to the scheme, and uh, none of them are the big six. Yeah. The big six energy providers, Surprising. they haven't signed up to it at all. Um, you know, how do you start an energy company? Fuck knows. We need to figure that out. Yeah, it's always, that's always, I've always, all we've got to do is do it at 3p cheaper. I've always tried to work that out. Like, Half a percentage cheaper. Like if you change your energy up. supplier, it's not like they come into your street and dig all your cables out. Oh, you're yeah. not with us anymore, and we'll put yeah. different cables in. Like, we'll just start our own right. energy company, Dave, and do it at a quarter of a kilowatt cheaper. I'm going to get a bloody dynamo outside and just get the kids just paddle a bike. <laughs> hey, that, that's, that's what we truly do. You want some tea? Get on that fucking bike. Anyway, <laughs> I thought I'd compile some interesting and fun facts about England just to cheer us up a bit because it's gone to the dogs, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's gone completely to the dogs. Did you know, in the 18th century, Britain, in 18th century Britain, sorry, men and women were forbid, forbidden to sunbathe together on a beach? No way. True story. Oh. The city with the first fire department was Edinburgh. Okay. Yeah, this is all about England. Uh, Britain. Britain. Okay. The first <laughs> programmer in the world was an English woman. That was Ada Lovelace. Mm -hmm. Did you know that? Did you know the first subway appeared in London? Uh, when you say subway, I presume you don't mean the franchise that sells really nice sandwiches. I'm talking the subway as in the choo-choo trains. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you already know this one where Big Ben got his name from. It's not from the clock. It's the bell. It's a huge bell. It's the bell. The bell's name, Ben. The Society for the Protection of Animals was established in Britain in 1824 and has the status of a royal one. Ooh. Ooh. In 1829, the first public zoo was opened in London. Mm -hmm. The British king has a right to travel without a passport, bypassing customs and baggage screening. Yep. That's a bit obvious, really. I yeah, thought that was a yeah. gimme. You're not going to have Prince Charles like standing there like Doesn't I had super by now. Doesn't he? Nope. Ah, he must do, because didn't... What's he... Anyway. No. Um, in the crown of the British Empire... There are 2,868 diamonds, 273 pearls, 17 sapphires, 11 emeralds, and 5 rubies. And most famous sapphire of St. Edward is inserted into the upper cross, which we famously stole from South Africa. Yeah, and I can't uh, I can't put lackey on me, mate. 
Well, <laughs> let's not talk about you, Lucky. Dave, we're keeping it cheerful sorry, now, sorry, if you don't sorry. mind. Can we get back to the cheerful stuff? Uh, the Queen, the British... Oh, sorry. I didn't know this, and this is something that I, that really took me by surprise. The tradition to celebrate the Day of Kisses appeared in the UK, then the UN approved it as an international holiday, which is celebrated annually on July 6th. July 6th is the Day of Kisses? Allegedly. Wow. Okay, I never knew that either. I've never heard of... But I know what I'm going to be doing next July 6th. I've never heard of the Day of Kisses. Getting the fucking chapstick out, and you're all getting open mouth kissed. All of you. I, I didn't know this. (laughs) <laughs> um, I've never heard of the Day of Kisses. Pre-warning everyone, a forced tongue as well. So. Which, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I've never heard of the uh, the Day of Kisses. No, me neither. In the United Kingdom, sixth of July. Okay. Wow, International Kissing Day. Yeah. That's fucking ace. And kiss everything. Yeah, I, how yeah. weird! And that was some actual facts of England to cheer us up a little bit because. <laughs> The entire world costs a small fortune right now. Yeah. It's all right. We'll have a new leader in five days. Four days if you're listening to the show. I, I, know, but, no. I know, but all we're going to get is the same... It's Rishi, just, we're going to get Rishi Sunak. We're That's gonna what we're going to get. We're going to get Rishi Sunak. So yeah. the guy who caused the bloody problem... <laughs> we're going to get Rishi. Well, at least you know, he can clean it up. Do you know, during, during his leadership campaign, because he ran last time and it was down to Rishi and Liz, as we've covered, um, during his campaign, he stood there and said, you do know that her... Plans with tax and cash is going to like crash everything, don't you? And everybody went boo, yeah, and didn't vote for him. <laughs> and and what happened, Cleon? We've just covered this. It crashed everything. I, I know. It was like if I was Ricky Richie Sunak, my my entire leadership contest would be. Hi guys, told you so. Told you so. Now um, listen. Do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to listen, then? guys? As it stands. As of today, he's the only MP with officially more than 100 MPs backing him for the leadership. Uh, apparently, Boris. Apparently, there's claims that Boris has got 100, but he's only officially on like 53. And uh, Penny Penny Mordant, uh, I think she's on like 30 something. Um, Don't rule out Boris yet. Yeah. Well, that that would literally be the 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 cherry on the top of a shit cake, wouldn't it? It's yeah. Like, that yeah. would just that would sum up. The state of Great Britain at the I moment ju- in time. I just like, what a bunch of bloody liars. Yeah, I, I, je- I sat last night and I went right. I'm going to write the podcast up. I'm going to do it in good time. <laughs> and there was that much stuff to actually just write down. Starting, I went all the way back to Brexit. Yeah, and I just went. I'm going to have like 52 reams of paper filled up by the end of this mm-hmm. race. I'm just charting down cock up after cock yeah. up after cock up. We said after. We do, let's do Brexit. Everyone vote for Brexit because we won't be British. We won't be independent. We won't make some money out of this country, don't we, everyone? And everyone went, yeah, this is a great idea. Let's follow him down this line. And it was a lie. Yeah. It was but they lie. weren't blamed. Mm-hmm. It was blamed on some other geezer whose name I can't remember now, who's, who's back into the annals of time. And they never got touched for it. Mm-hmm. Not they as in the Tory party. Mm-hmm. Never got a sentence for it. What else? The then we had COVID. Uh, now, the, the whole Brexit thing. I know Started we... off really well, ended really poor. Mm-hmm. Turned out man was partying the whole time. Yep. He was doing the locomotion halfway through the number 10 when everyone else was outside banging pots and pans. Yeah, it's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. The whole Brexit thing as well. Like I know 
I mean, I voted Remain. Um, and I know that everybody who voted for Brexit isn't racist, right? I'm not one of them people that go, that go, oh, you only voted because you're racist. I know people, people voted for Brexit for their own reasons. There are people that voted for Brexit because they wanted to kick all the foreigners out. That's, that's yeah. just fact. There are people that voted for Brexit because somebody stood in front of a big red buzz and says, there's 350 million we can give to the NHS. Yep. And that never happened. The amount of people in this country that have been fucking lied to by this party just, just over directly and, over, lied and to, over and over again. And and people are still they're still backing. Why are we not rioting? Do you know that on the news on the news this week when, when Liz Truss announced uh, her resignation, um there was they were interviewing people in the street and, and people were saying, Oh yeah, we'd welcome Boris back. He just did so well throughout the pandemic. And it's like, are you fucking for real? Are you are people not paying attention to what's what's happening here? I do think they are. Who's he? It's fucking Tory MP for Stoke North. Can't remember his name. Jonathan something. Fuck no, it's knob end. Gillies? Uh, yeah, something like that, right? He was one of the fucking MPs that that turned his back on bloody Boris, that resigned from his position under yep. Boris. And now he's come out and said, yeah, if he wants to come back, I'll back him. It's like, you fucking prick. Like, what an absolute knob end. Stoke Central, my, my MP, I don't even remember her fucking name now, but I, but I don't know where she is, I know what she's been doing for the last few years. No one knows no, where she is. No fucking idea. No idea she at all. She does cashing checks. Yeah. No, what the hell's been going on with her? <laughs> like, Stoke South, we don't talk about Stoke South. Um, but... Is that Longton and all that? Yeah, it's the oh, one. yeah, yeah, we don't, we don't talk about the dark side. Um, so, I don't know what's going on. It's It's... Fucking mental. It's oh. funny that it's it, it's not funny. It's not funny, but it's funny. But it's funny. It's, it's like weird, the man. weirdest type of annoyance. So I've got a little timeline up here. So Monday the twenty fourth. Yeah. The um the nominations close at two o'clock. Right. Um and I think. And who's to be nominated for Rishi Rishi Sunak? Rishi Boris and Penny Morden so far. Is right. Boris confirmed? He's got 53 backers, so officially 53 backers so far. What, so, an, what an arrogant... So Rishi has announced that he's officially running. Boris hasn't yet, but there's, oh, right. but there's claims that he's got 100 backers. No one's seen him on this plane on the way back England yet from the Bahamas. Well, it's, it's apparently... well documented. Um, apparently, the like, Johnson, like I said, Johnson and Sunak were, um, were up... Um, doing like late night talks and there's there's speculation that there's some kind of like deal happening between the two of them i, I don't know um <clears throat> but he boris has officially got 53 i think it is mps backing him hmm. so if he decides to run he he's already got 53 he needs a hundred um but there's claims that he has got a hundred so he, he could run but the the nominations close at two o'clock and then there's a bunch of voting um and it goes through until like half eight at night until you get down to the final two um so yeah voting continues 6 30 to 8 30 until two candidates remain the 25th to the 27th there'll be tv debates and on the 28th they'll announce the leader uh the new the new the new leader of the tory party and hence the new prime minister um, but as it stands, you know, we, we, we record the show on, on Sunday night um, and 
as as it stands, Sunday night, there's only Rishi Sunak that's put himself forward officially, and he's the only MP officially with just a, give it to Rishi. 100 backers. So just give it to it Rishi and say, like, sorry, mate, we should have chose you the first time round. It looks like that's what's going to happen. But yet another Tory MP in power as Prime Minister, this never-ending revolving door hmm. um, of, of Tory It'll be quite strange when we get somebody in for three weeks. But anyway... We didn't do a pod show, a pod show, a pod, a pod show, show, a pod, a pod show. show. We didn't do a pod show last week. All the week before. All the week before. One was because of me, and last week was because you were mixing your. I was recording. Yeah, you were yeah. recording. You were mixing. What were you doing? Talk about um, it. Yeah. So I don't know if I spoke about it on the show actually before I, that. I'm writing I, I, stuff again. You did. You did mention briefly. It. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we. I've, I've been writing songs again this year. Um, 2016 was the last time I was in a band. The last time I wrote anything, uh, lost interest, in all fairness, in, in writing music and playing music. Uh, I, I've done two gigs between 2016 and 2022, um, and they were just to help out friends. They needed support acts. It was acoustic nights, and I just mm. went on and did them. Um, and, you know, they were fun, but they didn't give me the urge to go, oh, I really want to do this again. Yeah. It gave me the urge to want to go home and go to sleep. Like, I, you know, <laughs> well, that was all right. But, you know, I didn't dislike it. I just didn't didn't like spark a fire up my arse. Um, light a fire up my arse. Um, yeah, so, but this year, I don't know why, I've I've got the urge to write again. You know, I've, I've got a bit of inspiration and I've been picking the guitar up more. Um, and yeah, I've been writing songs, they're, they're coming together really nicely. You know, I, I think it's some of the, the best stuff I've written, um, it, for a long, long, long time. Yeah, um, if not the best material I've written since I've been a musician. Mm. Um, and then you know, I'm not, I, I can do, I can play multiple instruments and. I can play the drums a little bit and I know how, like my old drummer Trev, I know how how he plays drums and we always wrote well together mm. and I started constructing these songs the same way I wrote with Trev um, and I started constructing drum lines um, the way that Trev would and then putting music to them and, and whatnot and eventually I was just like, you know what, it's going to be easier just to get Trev on board yeah. to do this like, than me try and and and, uh, and and do that on my Using own. Using sparringly. So, got in touch with Trev. You, you know, he was up for it. He's always up for jamming. In all fairness, and um, and together we've, you know, we've been writing these songs. So, um, you know, they're not just they're not just my songs. And then Trev's put drum lines down for me. He's actively took part in the in the songwriting as well, yep. uh, which we we always did well together. Me and Trev. Um, so in August we we put drums down for um, for quite a few of the tracks, and there was four left to do, and we haven't had the time or we've not been able to get together to finish them off. Um, and then he got in touch quite last minute and said, "Look, I've got I've got time on Sunday, whatever it was last week. Um, do you want to do it?" And I'm like, "Well, yeah, we, we'll yeah, get yeah, we'll yeah. get it done." Um, so I took everything to to Trev's um, and we set everything up in, in his spare room and and we got these these drum tracks down. And uh, you know, the first track been a little bit of red light fever where you know he started playing and he messed up a couple of times and he was experimenting with different things different fills um and the thing about trev is he's a purist mm. so I, I can sit here and, and say to him look trev if you make a mistake it doesn't really matter uh, we'll do a few takes and then 
I can I can edit it in post. Drop in. I can just edit it in post, yeah. and we can we can you know get rid of the mistakes. Bands do it all the time. They do drop ins. They do edits. Um, I mean, Iron Maiden. They're known for doing it on live albums. Um, I've got um, a direct feed of the Rock in Rio gig from two thousand and one, two thousand and two. I think it was, and it was the album that they put out, Iron Maiden Rock in Rio, as a, as a live album. Uh, but I've got this bootleg version from um, a radio broadcast, which was the direct feed from the sound desk, mm. and you can hear all of the mistakes yeah, yeah. that they made live. But they they go they were renowned for going into the studio and overdubbing live albums. Um, bands do it all the time and I see no problem with it whatsoever you know what I mean you want to get that you don't have to perform live in the recording studio Mm. that's what the recording studio is there for you make a mistake do it again yeah 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 it's the whole point of recording a track I I remember recording a solo for my old band once and I'd actually um, I'd cut my finger um, a few days earlier and the the cut had burst open so I was bleeding all over my guitar. It was hurting. And it was an eight-bar solo. And I literally recorded it one bar at a time. Yeah. So I'd do the first bar, and then I'd stop. And then they'd play that back. And at, you know, coming into the second bar, I'd put that one down, stop. And then I'd put the next one down, and so on and so on. And then you know, the, the recording engineer edited it in post, put it all together so it sounded like one solo. Um, and... You know, I've done that a couple of times with with the, like the guitar tracks on on these songs. Um, not so much as I thought I would have to. I must admit, I've, the the bulk of it I've been able to do you know a single take, start to finish, and just bump drop all that down. But but I have done several takes, yeah. and you know you listen, and I've just I've picked the best from from each take, and I've said that to Trev. Luke, just put a few. We'll put a few takes down. I'll go through it. Yeah, I'll pick the best from each take. I'll mix them together. It'll be flawless, you won't know. And he's like, no, I need to play right. <laughs> and I need to play it in one go. And and that was song one. Come song four, he was like, I'll just do as many takes as you need and then I'll let you sort it out. <laughs> um, which was just ace. We're like, going to be here for seven years. You know I mean? <laughs> um, but what he did, uh, which was really cool, and listening back to all the takes that he did as well, is he played ever so slightly different drum fills. He experimented with different cymbals, different rolls, um, different beats. He tried different things on each take. So instead of just trying to get like one perfect take or do the same thing five, six times, yeah, um, I, I got five, six takes of different ideas. And he was, he was just like, I was thinking maybe this, and then I thought this, and then I thought this might work. So we just did all of it. And then I came away, listened to it all, and go, you know what, that sound that, that bit from that take sounds really good there. Um, but this bit doesn't. But that bit from that take sounds good there. So we'll mix them two together. We'll put that, and that'll be the final piece. Um, and I said to him, you know, I've, I'm studying again. I've got an assignment due this week. Um, you know, works hectic. So, but now I've got the parts. It doesn't matter. You know, I, I can get them mixed, mastered. Mm. And the plan is to do it over Christmas when I've got a bit of time to myself. Uh, what I actually did was ended up staying up till one in the morning every night last week and just mixing and mastering the tracks. Yeah. Um, because they, they were fresh and I just wanted to do it. So the album, as it is now, what started off as two or three songs is now 11 songs. Yeah. Um, the album is 99% finished. Yeah. Um, all the drum tracks are recorded. Yep. All the vocals are down. Yep. All the guitars are down. The bass is down. They're mixed ish. I need to do a, a few little tweaks. Um, 
and I'm there's two tracks that need guitar solos, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm not doing the solos on them two tracks. I've done them on the other tracks. I'm not doing them on them two. I've asked a couple of friends to come in and guest yeah. on the album. Um, so I've got one lad coming up, um, who mate Scott. Um, he's coming up in two weeks to put his mm-hmm. solo down. And then uh, I've got a friend who lives in California, um, lives in Los Angeles, and he's putting a solo down for me for one of the tracks as well. Yep. And he's going to send a few takes over. He said some point this week, um, hopefully, he'll be able to get that done. But there's no rush, there's no timeline. Mm-hmm. You know, It's all cash. Once I've got them two solos, we get them edited in, and then I work on getting that, that perfect mix. Mm-hmm. And with me... I will listen, I will mix the tracks, um, I'll render them down to a stereo track, and I'll listen to them on as many different devices as I can. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. through me decent monitors that I've got set up in here, uh, through the hi-fi, through headphones, um, through cheap headphones, um, through just the, the speaker on your mobile phone, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Through uh, a 20-quid Bluetooth speaker, through um, a, a Google Nest, Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'll listen to it through as many different devices as possible. So, you know, you know what this is going to sound like. And I'll, I always try and get that that nice balance. So I can mix it so it sounds amazing on a dog's bollocks hi-fi. Yeah. But then when you play it through some like cheap headphones, it doesn't sound that good. You can mix it so it sounds good through cheap headphones. But then when you put it on a hi-fi, you, you hear all the problems. Yeah. I want to get a nice balance so mm-hmm. that no matter what you're listening to it on, there are so many people that just listen to music through the phone, through the speaker on the phone. You put the phone on the side, just let some music play while yeah. they're washing dishes or something. There's loads of people who, who and, and I've done this, when I'm out and about, I don't want to take my expensive headphones out and about because I'm a bit clumsy and I'll probably break them. Mm. So I buy three quid headphones from Own Bargains and just whack them in my ears for when I'm out and about. You know, they're not the best, but they do the job. They're all right for podcasts. Yeah. Um, there's people that will use them day-to-day for listening to music as well. So I want I want it to sound good through cheap headphones as well as expensive headphones. Mm. Um, and that's the time-consuming part. You know, you do a mix, and then I spend then you do, a yeah. couple of days listening back. And then, then you've got to take a couple of days break because your ears get tired, mm-hmm. and then go back to it. And then you can go, you know what? The vocals are a little bit too loud. You start, you stop hearing. What, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I get that. I get that. You get bored, yeah. obviously. So you go, you go back to the to the mixing. You know, reduce whatever needs reducing, boost whatever needs boosting. Work on the mastering. I'm not an expert in mastering, um, but I I know bits and bobs. Um, you know, it, we we are living in an age now where everything that I've done for this album, even into, I've been been in bands on and off with Trev since 2006. Yeah. Even in 2006, which wasn't that long ago, I couldn't have done what I've done with this album. Mm-hmm. I didn't have the technology. We didn't have the technology to do it. Yeah. It would have been too expensive. And now I've got the technology to do it. And and now the money, now you would have been great as a band, but you just wouldn't have made any bloody money. Mm. And it's... I, I, I've been really kind of surprised at myself at the ability that i've got and what i've been able to achieve with these tracks yeah um and i've said before with with like recording in um, in different studios if, if you were to go to Summerbank, which doesn't exist anymore but that, that was in tunstall you come out with a recording that sounds like you've recorded it at Summerbank. Yeah. you know paul 
who's brilliant at what he does, brilliant at recording. I recorded with Grant, his son, actually, and then Paul mixed it. Um, you know, Paul's great at what he does. Um, and any his al- any album that I've listened to that's been recorded there sounds really, really good. But it sounds like it's been recorded at Summerbank. But that yeah. just that's just part and parcel, you know. What I mean, if get you that. get if you get Jeff Lynn from ELO to produce your album, it's, it's going to sound, sound like, like Jeff Lynn's, Lynn's produced your from album. ELO, yeah. Brian Adams uh, about two three albums ago, that album was re- was produced by Jeff Lynn, and it just sounds like Brian Adams singing for ELO. Yeah. Sounds like a fucking ELO album, like. Mm. Um, but it's part and parcel, you know. If you go to like Tom at Riff Factory, um, I, I I notice that he's got a specific drum sound. Like all of his recordings has got this specific drum sound, and it sounds like you've recorded it at Riff Factory, and it sounds great. But what I wanted for this, this could potentially for me be the curtain call. You know what I mean? This could be my last, my last, you know, few songs. Mm. My last, like this is okay. This is it, guys. I've I've got this bit of inspiration. I've written these songs. Have a listen. If you like them, great. I've enjoyed doing it. I like them. I've got something down which I'm proud of. Yeah. And I can show to people and say, look, this, I did this. This is something more in me, not, yeah. not the other stuff. And and I've I've been able to mix it and master it and record it the way I wanted to do it. Yeah. It sounds like I want it to sound. It's mixed how I want it mixed. You know, what I mean, it doesn't sound like it's been recorded anywhere else. And yes, I've 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 got influence of you know producers that I like listening to. You know, what I mean, bands that I like listening to, and so I'm I'm influenced by these these different recordings. But ultimately, I've made the decisions on this um, on the on these mixes and on these songs. Um, and I'm really happy with. I've got a couple of tracks which are actually finished, and um, you know, people friends who've been in the music quote-unquote business but you know in the music scene for years and years and years and years who've recorded who've performed who are you know just diehard fans of music who like the technical side of things as well as the the pleasurable side of things i've sent links to them and said just give me i want honest opinions not necessarily on the track but on the mix on the mix, on the mastering, on, you know, give me some feedback. Mm. And um, and I've had some really, really, really nice feedback. Um, I've had, you know, I've had people, I've had honest feedback. I've had like, you know, oh, it's a little bit too compressed or it's a little bit, you know, punchy or, you know, you could maybe bring the vocals down in, in yeah, this yeah. part. But, you know, a good 75, 80% of it's been like, I actually had somebody ask me, who's recorded and mixed and mastered this for you? Because it sounds amazing, and I've I've gone me. Yeah. I've literally done everything apart from play the drums. It's the only thing I've, I haven't done. Play the mm. drums. Um, I've done everything else, and and they're like shit. That's wow. <laughs> and you know, and the, the the people who I've had that feedback from it just means loads to me. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean to to get that response from them people. Um, so yeah, it's something that I think ultimately, when it's finished, I can be proud of it and and go, Good. you know what? Like, let's let's. Get Have we got a there. release date? No, like I say, it's super cash. No, um, I was I was aiming. Not pressing for one. I was aiming for like later this year. Um, but it's just taken longer to record than. I'll have to have a release party. Yeah. Well, I think I think what I'm, what I'll do, I won't just put the album out. I, th- I think the plan is to, like you know, put like one track out. Um, get a you know get the feelers out there. Put one track out. Right, Beyonce. Get people listening. And, <laughs> you know, just get like a feel for 
Put the face. What people are like. Yeah, you know, yeah, you get yeah, a feel yeah. for what people want, like, you know what I mean? And then maybe put like two or three yeah. singles out as it is. Um, and then launch and then drop the album everything from there. Um, and then just see what happens. You know, there's no plans to gig. There's no plans to perform. There's no plans to promote, in all fairness. It's just, you know, I'm just going to put it out there and just if people listen to it and they, they enjoy it, that's fucking great. I'm going to listen to it and, and enjoy it. And yep. to me, that's what matters the most. It's something that I'm proud of and, and and you know, something that I can enjoy and something that I can show to people and say, look, this is what I did. And uh, and it's cool. And cheeky little bonus, it is going to help me out on the very last module of my degree as well because... It's a performance module. It's fully loaded. Um, so I'm going to get the... It's uh, fully loaded, Dave. The feedback from that. It's fully loaded. It's a selfish reason. Well, you know. <laughs> I'm only joking, my brother. You can't be selfish. Oh, you can be, mate. You can be. And I, I want to... We, we, we have to do something when you release that music. We'll we'll have to yeah. do a, a Shingler's List podcast presented by Cleon interviewing Dave. Well... About your entire life. I was actually thinking about... About so that I've been today. thinking about that, yeah, as well. It's really weird that you bring that up because I was th- I was thinking about that today. Um, you know, of actually getting the story behind it mm. along with the release. Yeah. And um, you know, potentially like using this show as a platform to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, you know, getting try and kind of get it out there a little bit further as well and you know using other people's podcasts and, and whatnot to, to well do that i too. would like shingler's list to be the the first podcast to get, yeah, get yeah, it most definitely. If, if it's not dave i'm going there's going to be some serious questions i've got to be well, honest with you when, when you've got a you know when you've got your own platform like this and i'm not saying that you know we're global well, i mean we are well, we are i'm not we're saying huge that in hong kong i'm not saying yeah we're massive in israel in some part um, of china we're massive <laughs> um I'm not saying that we're the biggest podcast in the world by by any stretch of the imagination, but people listen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? People listen to it, and when you've got your own, we did we did it for TJ when he was part of the show. We with did his, with his album um, or EP. It was an EP once. You know, we did it, we did it for TJ. And if you if you're not going to use your own platform to self promote, then you've, you've kind of taken you, a left yeah, why, at the why, why you, right. Why would you not do that? <laughs> I'll give a full I'll give a full interview for bringing you from where you were to where you are now. Hmm. I'll even proof your questions for oh, you and send wow. them over to you so you can see what the interviews and all. Yeah, just get me by surprise. Man. So you can prep for your I'm questions. Not, I'm not Barack Obama, am I? Yeah. Well, <laughs> we've got to. We sometimes we've just got to make it look polished, haven't we? For things, yeah, <laughs> got to polish it off. Yeah. Anyway, have you better football? Better football. I don't know any football this week. I've, don't I've you know any all. football? Well, don't don't bring anything up. Okay. Don't bring anything up. Let me just hit you with the scores straight okay. away. I'll so do don't it. touch nothing, okay? I can guess that Stoke probably lost. But. So I'm <laughs> going to start. Oh, no, this is a new game we can play now. What? So the, I'm going to give you the the, the football it, teams. Is this where I realise I'd have won you know, 300 grand on an Aki? <laughs> this like, is where Cleon just, you're just hearing yeah. a loud smash and it's me jumping out the window. <laughs> yeah. Shouting, fucking out! Why Dave putting his 50p hackers on anymore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to give you the football teams. You used to do that every Saturday, you know? Yeah, I'm going to give you the football teams, and I want you to give me the score. Oh, okay. Okay, so Stoke on Saturday, Stoke at home to Coventry. Stoke at home to Coventry? Yeah. Um, 2-0 loss. You don't know the scores? No, I don't know the scores. Coventry... Stoke nil, Coventry two. Fucking a. So this isn't a good thing, Dave. This is a very bad thing. <laughs> you get all right. Do you know the Vale score? Uh, what was it? Was playing. We were playing Cambridge away. 
Cambridge away, yeah. Supervale away. Um, one one nil win. Fuck off. It's fuck off. Seriously. It's, yeah. No way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Two yeah. for two. Oh my days, and I'm sorry about the language, but this is a, this is a bit strange. Anyway, into the Premier League, Nottingham Forest away at home to Liverpool. Um, Liverpool haven't been doing too well. Have Nottingham they, so. Forest bottom of the league. Oh, that's even Nottingham Forest two, Liverpool one. Ah, uh, one nil Nottingham Forest. Oh, okay. Well, there's my acker out. Where's the acker out? <laughs> if you had it on wins and... I know, I used to just do win-losses. Like if you just do win-losses, <laughs> mate, you're still blown in here. But uh, Nottingham Forest beating Liverpool. Um, Jürgen Klopp will have his own excuses for why it's not his fault and his team's fault and why it's everybody else's fault. Apparently, he's playing against the whole Forest. Saw a picture of him the other day. He's looking a bit rough. <laughs> I, you not know having, what my predictions were, sacked before the New Year. You're having the best of times. Sacked before New Year, can you remember me saying that about yeah. three or four weeks ago? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, Everton, Crystal Palace. Oh, oh, I don't know about Everton this one. were at home. Crystal Palace, obviously away. I'm going to give it, I'm going to say Everton 1 0. At 3 0, Everton. Oh, okay. You still would have got your coupon, still so your coupon, this yeah, could have been a very, very lucrative day for you. Man City, Brighton. Man, Man City, Brighton, Man City, yeah. Um, did did Haaland score seventeen? No, goals? he scored two. He did score two, and they won three one. Did they just play on his own? Like, the, the, uh, three one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They just they just messing around. I think Man City are in the league at the moment. Has he not equaled? He's equaled Harry Kane's goal total for last season just in October. Just, just, <laughs> just. Chelsea, Man United. Chelsea, Man United. Ooh. Draw. Oh, fuck. It was 1-1, Dave. Was it? Am I still on? You're still on. I'm still on. You're like 100% so far, mate. Fuck. It's not a good thing. (laughs) Next weekend, bookies. I know, yeah. Aston Villa at at home to Brentford. Draw. No, 4-0 oh. Aston Villa, matey. So there we go. We're all right now. I'm happy. Leeds at home to Fulham? Um, draw. No, 3-2 for Fulham. Oh, close. Beating Leeds again. Jesse March under a hell of a lot of pressure. Southampton-Arsenal? Ooh, Arsenal win. No, draw. Fuck off. Draw. Southampton, okay. remember, Raf Hassan Hootel <laughs> doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> Do you know the Southampton fans were singing that when they were 1 0 up last week? Really? You don't know what you're doing. It was like, I clearly do. Yeah. Um, anyway, Wolves, Leicester. Wolves. No, Leicester 4 0. Fuck off. Leicester 4 0. Yeah. Fans finding some form on They turned that baby round and they spanked it on the ass. Tottenham, Newcastle. Oh, fuck knows. I'm, I'm just going to go for this one. Uh, I'm going to go Newcastle. Win, yeah, yeah, Newcastle win, and that win took Newcastle to fourth in the table. Fuck yeah, fourth in the table. Hold on to it with both hands. Oh, held it on to it with both hands a big time. So, yeah, Newcastle beat Tottenham today 2 1. Um, you're talking about Harry Kane, (laughs) um, scored a blinder, yeah, scored a good goal, did score a good goal, but it was on. On reflection, it was a pointless goal he scored. Yeah. So we're up to fourth, Dave, and we're doing really, well, really, really well. That's good, man. That's good. So top of the table is Arsenal Arsenal's on good. twenty-eight points. Second is Man City on twenty-six points. 
Third is Tottenham on 23 points. And fourth is the Toon on 21 points. Sound as fuck. Yeah, we're doing I well. Like I like that a lot. Bottom of the league. Oh, my days. I've only just looked at relegation. You ready for this? Nottingham, Wolves and Leeds are all on nine points. Uh, West Ham and Leicester, 11. Southampton, Aston Villa are on 12. All the way God, up to 11th close. is 13th. 13 points, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Between relegation in 11th, there's three points. Wow. Four points, sorry. I mean, that's middle of the table as well. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Yeah, apparently it's the top half of the table if you looked on Sky News last week when Liverpool were 11th. <laughs> um, but normally, normally, yeah. So yeah, bit massive results. I do think Liverpool are in a downward spiral. I don't think Klopp's going to pull that back. Um, and Newcastle, for the last 10 minutes of that game, were shit houses. <laughs> talk about shit ways. Shit Talk about... I mean, I'm a Newcastle fan and I was watching it going, shit house, shit house. Can we explain to the uh, the American shit listeners? House. The American listeners what a shit house is, Cleo. So shithousery is <laughs> doing things like standing with the ball on the corner flag and doing nothing. Just standing there going, oh, I don't need one. Or when you go down for an or when you be substitute or when you've been subbed off, instead of just leaving the pitch straight line along the halfway line, straight down the tunnel, gone. You do like a semi-lap of appreciation whilst you're being subbed off. Just clapping to the crowd. Wait, like, Callum Wilson said yeah. thank you to every single crowd member individually before he left the pitch. Yeah, yeah. Oh, mate, thanks. Even the top of us, get off the pitch, you knobhead. <laughs> <laughs> I was just kidding. I, I appreciate we're doing well, Newcastle, but wow, we are relaxed. We are really relaxed. He even said thank you to the opposition manager. He even clapped him. I don't know what he was clapping him for. Should carry canes and lovely goal, mate. Lovely, lovely goal. goal. Well done there. <laughs> yeah. What, what are you doing? I'm going off the pitch. Well, what, go off the pitch then. I just want to say thanks to the fans. And the fans outside. <laughs> I'll be back. There you go. Get off. Where's Radio 5? Where's Radio 5? I'm going to say thanks to all the listeners. i say thanks to them. Have we got any commentary? Have we got any interviews you want me to do on the pitch while we're doing this? Um... Such things, so Kieran Trippier got a foul. He rolled around 24 times before getting up and then saying it was fine to the player who kicked him. And then it was fine to his teammates. And then it was fine to the crowd member. <laughs> and then it was fine to the linesman. And just taking everything in your own God's sweet time. So shithousery is like the dark arts. The dark arts, yeah. Time-wasting. When you've got a centre forward on your front and you punch him in the kidneys on a short one inch punch. <laughs> That's dark arch. You can't do it that much now because of VAR. Mm. But I made a killing out of that when I was playing. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if the forward gets annoyed and then drops an elbow into your face like that and an automatic red card. Um, yeah, some mm, tactics. 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 Shit house. Shit house. Shit house. Shit house. So yeah, Newcastle and the Saudi train are well and truly out the station. Spending that blood money. <laughs> it's not blood money, it's oil. Yeah. It's a country. No. <laughs> it's a country, right? That's an island. Okay. The downside is of the island which they're on, is underneath the ground, there's a 
ton of oil. Ton of oil. And they, all the journalists that they've murdered. They they're literally... The they're well. not. They're not. <laughs> they're not Dave. We chopped them up. And, but anyway, we, did, we didn't put them in the sand. It's literally a country with money coming out of the floor. Um... WWE are going back to Saudi Arabia. I they think, are. I think it's the next pay-per-view, Crown Jewel. I've not been paying attention. Um, apparently, business has really picked up since Vince McMahon left, though, and Triple H has been in charge. Apparently, it's a really good show now. And I tell you um, what, Triple H, he's stripped his weight down, hasn't he? Well, he's had to, because he's like he's not very well. <laughs> he's, well had to, he's had to retire, because he's got dodgy ticker. Um, was he? Yeah, yeah he's, he's had to retire from in-ring in performance now. He's uh, yeah, he's he's art and stuff. Don't work anymore. Um, they did it. They did a DX reunion actually a couple of weeks ago. It was like twenty-five years of of Degeneration X, and um, so you had um, Road Dog, X Park. Um, I nearly said Tupac. Sean, Sean Michaels and uh, and Triple H do this little DX reunion. Uh, now Billy Gunn wrestles for AEW, but. Yeah. Um, uh, they, they had talks with Tony Khan, president of, of AEW, president and owner of AEW, about, you know, Billy Gunn making an appearance. And Tony Khan said, yeah, it's fine. There's no, like, there was no hesitation. He said, yeah, it's absolutely fine. You can make an appearance. But he just wanted somebody on commentary to say, Billy Gunn, who now wrestles for um, All Elite Wrestling. Yeah. That's it. That's all he wanted. Didn't want money. Didn't want anything. I just wanted... And they did it for Mickey James. Mickey James made an appearance at the Royal Rumble. Um, and she, at the time, was Impact Women's Champion. Yeah. So um, she was allowed to go over there. She was contracted to Impact. She was allowed to go over, over to the WWE Wrestle in the Rumble. And she came out with the belt on. It was on the graphic, Impact Women's Champion. And commentary made reference to how she mm-hmm. wrestles in Impact Wrestling now. And that's all Tony Khan wanted. But when he said it, apparently the talks just stopped. And the WWE just hesitated, and then next thing you know, it was too late, and they couldn't they couldn't arrange anything, they couldn't do anything. Well, at least um, he's playing nice. But yeah, that's all. Literally, he didn't want any money, didn't want anything, you know, no kind of contractual obligation thing. Or didn't you just said, yeah, it's fine. Just make reference. Refer to her just as. make reference to that that he wrestles for AEW. That's it. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's a shame. It would have been nice. Uh, Billy Gunn at the moment with he. he He's part of um, he's he's got like a kind of managerial role, so to speak, uh, with a tag team called the Acclaimed, and they are so over at the moment. Mm. Um, everybody fucking loves them, and they've currently got the best, the biggest selling T-shirt on uh, on AEW merch, and uh, they, <laughs> they do this thing where the Acclaimed do this thing uh, where they shout "Scissor me." Yeah. And they, they get scissors on the fingers and they put them together like like that. Um, and it says, it's, it's like a handshake. And and they refer to Billy Gunn was managing his sons. Yeah. The Gun Club. The Gun Club are now heels. They've, they turned the back on Billy Gunn and whatnot. And, uh, and Billy Gunn was like kind of saved by the acclaim. They were all one big stable at, at, at the moment. So they shout, scissor me daddy ass. That's uh, they call him Daddy Ass, and everybody loves it. And they've got a big, bright pink T-shirt that says "Sesame Daddy Ass" on it. Number one selling T-shirt in AEW at the moment. Fair one. I think we're going to buy one, Clear. I I think the wrestling industry's missed a trick. Go on. I think their companies should be stables. The company should be stables. The company. Right. Do hear me out. I've got a minute. Hang on a minute. Vince McMahon, tune in, Sean. Uh, sorry, Sean. Triple H, if you're listening, 
Tune in. Sean Michaels is running NXT at the moment. Sean Michaels, if you're running NXT, listen in. He looks rough as fuck as well. He always looks rough. It's because he's a crackhead. Um, And anybody else, I think I've just kind of ruined our relationships with NXT. But anyway, (laughs) that's a different matter altogether. Sorry, Sean, I was only dicking. Anyway, what they should have, right, is let's say you've got WWE, NXT, uh, NXT, AEW, who's the others? Uh, Impact. An impact. I'll AW, just use those AW four. AW Impact, Ring of Honor. Yeah. But AW, Tony Khan owns Ring of Honor now, but it's still a separate company. Ring of Honor, AW Impact, WWE. They're the four in NXT. main. Well, NXT falls under the WWE banner. Okay, so, so we'll leave it NXT alone. Right. So then four, Ring of Honor, Impact, AW, WWE. And then kind of gripping at the bloody coattails is probably MLW. But. So after WrestleMania, once a year, we have a wrestling draft. Okay. Okay, where we have a big television showpiece event where you've got WWE, Impact, AEW, la 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 la. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. And then once a year, they bring out all the superstars and the superstars get drafted to different, to, to different areas. Okay. So you could have um, them trading the rock. For Mickey James, let's say. <laughs> That's the only real frame of reference I know. Do you see where I'm coming from? I, it sounds interesting. And then make it into more of a showpiece where you are videoing all videoing, where all of the wrestling teams are on camera. Mm-hmm. So on a Monday, you've got Raw, you've got your WWE. I'm sorry, SmackDown, for this, you're going to have to shut. Oh, no, they're on Fridays. So I know, fine. but it's crap. No, SmackDown's. Oh, is SmackDown Smackdown's good the, now for the ten it's, minutes? It's the. Uh, it's the. I would say. Is it's, the Miz still in it? The Miz is always going to be in anything. I hate the Miz. I, I would say SmackDown is the better um, brand would for WWE yeah, at the moment. Fair yeah. one. Well, you've, you're going to have to SmackDown and Raw blend up because we're going to have to have one WWE night. Not necessarily. Well, you have a wrestling night, and then on that wrestling night, you've got a, a four-hour spectacular. Oh God. A three-hour spectacular, mm-hmm. a two-hour spectacular, yeah, better, better. Yeah. and in that two-hour spectacular, you've got everything from AEW to WWE and blah, blah, blah. So then the entire industry grows at the same time. You're pushing one product. It, it's the a, problem is with this... It's a lovely sentiment. Is a, the problem is with this is the people in between are blokes, mm. and they're never going to share the pie out that way. No. I, I Which personally think... WWE bait the pie, if you will. I think we, uh, at this moment in time, it, more so a couple of years back, to be honest with you, but at this moment in time, I think wrestling is in such a good position. If you are a, a wrestling fan, I think it's in a really good position, and I don't believe in hating on any brand, you know what I mean? If you like professional wrestling, then there'll be something out there yeah. for you. I didn't enjoy watching WWE anymore, so I stopped watching it. Same. Uh, apparently, it's got better since Triple H has brought wrestlers back. He's, um, you know, let, he's changed storylines and things, and apparently the product is really, really good. The last pay-per-view was meant to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the pro- the product is really good right now, so I might start taking an interest well, in I it might again. when he brings the um, back. Uh, he's never going to wrestle again. Um, long story. So... Um, you know, there's a product out there for everybody. You know, if you like sports entertainment, then you're going to like WWE. If you like wrestling as as a as a kind of pure form, then 
um, New Japan Pro Wrestling is probably for you. AEW is a nice blend of, of professional wrestling and sports entertainment. Yeah. Um, Ring of Honor has now been bought by AEW, and it hasn't got its own show at the moment. They Ring just they, they just um, have matches on AEW television, and they'd still run pay-per-views, but they've got AEW superstars on on Ring of Honor. It's a bit... They, they Another got, idea. They've got Chris Jericho as a Ring of Honor champion at the moment, Let and me f- it's... Fucking brilliant. Let me finesse my idea. Okay. King of the Ring. Mm-hmm. Every single company. It would be lovely. You know what I mean? It would be really, really good to see that happen. And I think, um, you know, th- there was always that... Ever since WCW and WWE in the 90s, there's always been this thing about wars. They called it the Wednesday Night Wars with yeah. NXT and AEW, and I just don't think they should have looked at it like that. Um, you know, it's two, it's two completely different products. Mm. Uh, offering two different at the end of the day nxt is developmental it's it's wwe's developmental um so congratulations aew for beating a developmental brand in the ratings fuck's sake um i would like to think that they could beat a developmental without even thinking about it when you've got john moxley and chris jericho and yeah. brian danielson and fucking william regal and fucking um Cesaro or whatever his real name, Claudio Castagnoli. Oh, Danielson. Um, you know when you've when you've got all these wrestlers, then you should be beating. Yeah, ratings. I can hear people. Um, so not one of my normal personalities talking. (laughs) But yeah, there's product out there for everybody. And at one point, there was a different product on every night. You know, you had Raw on a Monday. You had um, SmackDown on a Tuesday. I just love Um, Raw. You had. When Edge was good, when you, Lita was there. Yeah, loved it. Raw on a Monday, SmackDown on a Tuesday. You had AEW on a Wednesday, NXT moved to a Thursday, yeah. uh, Impact moved to a Friday, and then New Japan were running a show on a Saturday as well, NJPW Strong. Um, uh, you know, there was something for you every night. MLW, I can't remember when they would run shows, but um, Ring of Honor was online. You know, you, you just watch that on demand online. It was a really, really good time. All the days and stuff have changed now. Um, uh, I believe NXT's gone to a Tuesday, I think. They're all on, like, Channel 5. SmackDown's gone over to a Friday. Well, that's because um, they lost... Sky lost the um, broadcast rights over here. Didn't want. Didn't want. Lost. lost. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, And it went to BT. So BT Sport... um, bought the rights to the WWE. Now, obviously, when it was on Sky Sports, um, they used to also run it on Sky 1 on a Saturday morning. It was yeah. like they, they cut the three hours down to one hour. There was no chair shots. There was no swearing. Yeah. There was no blood, blah, 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 blah. Um, so because BT Sport don't have like a Sky 1 or a Sky Max as it is now, um, that highlight show has had to go somewhere else. Um, so Channel 5 bought the rights to the highlight show. Sometimes they don't even show it on 5. They show it on Paramount. Yeah, yeah, five, yeah. Five, so. five own Paramount, so they show it on Paramount. Um, on Paramount own 5. Channel 5 UK own the Paramount channel in, in the UK. Um, yeah, so that's wrestling, anyway. Um <laughs> That's what's going on in wrestling right now. <laughs> we'll just give it out. Yeah. Um, we've, we've been going for ages. Shall we stop? What time is it? <laughs> Shall we stop? <laughs> oh, we've been going like, for ages, Cleo. Oh, go on then. I've got one other thing which we could talk about. But yeah, go on. It's super quick. Go on then. What's that called? 
I don't know. What is that? Where's this? Where's it? What's that sweet? Wangle? No, no. What are they called? Little um, ones. Meh, meh, meh. Begins with a meh. They like little. They them like they're not as tasty gems, as wine. Something but, gems. Oh, mid, mini midget gems. Midget mini gems. gems. Yeah. Midget gems. Midget gems. Yeah. Apparently not, Cleon. What? You're not allowed to say midget anymore. Son of a bitch. They're called mini gems. Oh my god! As if they've killed the midgets. Yeah. You could at least change it to dwarf. I just thought it was Tesco's that I changed it to Magic Gems. <laughs> You've done more research. Changed it to you? Mini Gems when I saw the packet. I was a bit like, what's going on here? But no, Barrett's have done it as well. Bassett, sorry, have done it as well. Mini Gems. Can't say Midget anymore. Why um, can't you just call them Dwarf Gems then? Why can't you call them Midget Gems? It's a fucking sweet. You're not saying it to a person. You're not saying it to a little. If you were saying it to a little person, I'd understand it's a fucking sweet. Who's it offending? <laughs> the fucking sweet. Who's it? It's a fucking. <sighs> Honestly. <laughs> Magic gems, now called mini gems. Can't can't say magic anymore, Kyle. I call me messes a magic all the time. Dwarf gem, dwarf gems. Why not call it dwarf gem for being PC about it? Yeah, why dwarf gem? Why do you have to then? Why do you have to? It's not a car. Why can't it be called a little? It's not a car. It's not a mini. Why can't it be called a little people gem? No, mini gem. Anyway. Big thanks to people that listen to us week in and week out. You guys are awesome. Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe. On whatever platform you listen to your podcast on. These are them hard mini gems. Boycott mini gems. Boycott mini gems. Um, <laughs> follow us on social media on Twitter. It's at Shingles SPC. Follow me at Shingles underscore list. Follow Cleon at KLBuley on Instagram. It's Shingles underscore list and KLBuley5. We're still on Facebook somewhere. Shingles says podcast. Just search it. You'll find us. You guys Is are Facebook awesome. still a thing? I try not to use it. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you guys are awesome. And we'll see you next time.